1: think again. A little earlier in the programme we were talking about this incident in Ruscommon um, at Ballyforan last night. There's an investigation underway following an alleged assault on a referee. Um, there's footage circulating online as well of the incident and look it's been strongly condemned the behaviour uh, by the Roscommon GAA by others as well and we've been just talking about it on the programme not so much in particular the Roscommon itself incident but like how do you stop this behaviour? because it's not the first time that we've talked about this type of behavior and these types of incidents here on the program chris is with us on the line chris well i mean what what sort of actions or measures do you think need to be put in place to try and stamp this Hi, out how are you uh, well
2: the text i sent in was basically um when when we had a problem with the box, with, with the boxing council the the sports council and the government stopped funding now, if, if we're having problems with with different sporting bodies, then the easiest way to do it to to clean and clean up acts if they're not going to do it themselves is forcing them to do it is to actually hit them in their pockets. If the if the if the sports council and the, and the government and the lot of money is actually stopped going to these bodies, then these bodies will be forced eventually to actually clean up their acts. Okay. I mean, you cannot have referees assaulted. I mean, at the end of the day, that's an assault. If you'd done that on the street, you'd be up in court. And what should happen is this person, uh, their ref's report should be handed over and a complaint should be made to the Gowdy. And this, 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 this individual okay. should be up in front of the
1: so, court. So you think just, as was in a general sense though, Chris, your point is that, like, the, the GAA, you feel, and this is the point that, that, um, Pat Byrne O'Connell, that the referee was making earlier. Like, your point is that the GAA need to address. Um, this not this particular incident, but this type of behaviour. Because a lot of these, the referees' report is handed in, as Pat explained, and then the club is handed out some sort of a, a fine, and then there's an appeal launched, and the whole thing's overturned. So it's a sort of a worthless exercise, then, really. But like, Complete. that's where the problem yeah. is. So then, f- is, the pro- is, is pull yeah. funding
2: Yes, and, and he also he also said that it's the club decide the agenda for the GA. But if the GAA aren't passing money on down to the clubs because the government and the sports council aren't giving the GAA the money to pass down, you're going to force these clubs to actually step up and take responsibility for what they're doing. So the GAA will have to be shown to see that they're actually taking steps. With, as an organisation and as clubs that they're willing to actually stamp mm. out this kind of tuggery. Mm. And,
1: and that's and, what it is. And to be fair, like, look, is. I know that it's, you know, we've talked about it many uh, times over the past two, three years before and in various different stages or, d- or different counties in the country and it's the Pap, The point that Pat made too about, you know, as you said, too, like the fact that it's the clubs, the local clubs themselves will decide the agenda. A convention, and and you know he felt that's why none of these uh, none of these measures are are put forward for convention because it's the clubs have to come up with the ideas in the first instance. Uh, let me yes. bring in Dave too, Chris. Dave got in touch. Um, Dave, you're in holidays in France at the minute, is that right? What do you make of this?
0: I am indeed, Andrea. Uh, happy birthday to you from France. <laughs> um, Thanks very much. Yeah, no, I I've been. I was a PE teacher. I'm retired now. I was a PE teacher for thirty five years. And um, to me, the key thing is, in fact, talking about the organisations, the referees and all of that is fine. But basically, it comes down to respect. And that is when the kids or the players go onto the field. And there has to be 100% respect for the referee. Um, The way I look at it is, quite simply, if a player, the, the, the captain only should be allowed to speak to the referee if there's a problem. The referee calls the captain, the captain then goes and talks to his team. That's a captain's job, to control his team, to tell them. If players then surround the referee, then, now it'll be mayhem for one weekend, but the referees warn them in the dressing rooms beforehand, if you talk back to me, you're off. And for the first time, just send them off. You may end up with six aside, but the bottom line is, it needs to come down to respect
1: You see, it's probably different, is it, Dave, when you think back in your own professional experience. Like if you were at a, a school's um, match or whatever, like it's, you know, the, if there's an issue or any kind of disciplinary problem, it'll be dealt with then, I assume, by the school.
0: Uh, to a certain extent. But like I was in, our school was involved in basketball where the, the referees were sacrosanct, really, because first of all, there were two of them. Um, but if you spoke to the referee, uh, as a coach or whatever, you could be given a technical, which goes against mm-hmm. your own team. If a player, if, if a parent gets very irate, I've seen parents actually being told to leave the stadium and the game stopped until they actually had to leave the stadium. So, you know, it, it comes down to the respect for the referee. And I think, unfortunately, it means a hard, sharp shock and um, a weekend where people are told, listen, this has gone too far. We have to have respect for the okay. referee. Now, people will counteract and say, oh, "But what if the referee is bad?" Well, that's no problem, because if you agree as a coach or whatever to start a game, then you have to abide by that referee, good or bad. Okay. Now, if he's bad, then you have to go and take it to the next level, to your county board, to the governing body, whatever. And then the referee looked at the referee might be offered retraining or the referee might be dismissed and said, look, sorry, you're just not yeah. calibre for a referee. Um, but, you know, the idea of having people not going into referee purely and simply because of the abuse they're getting is just unacceptable. And kids have to learn mm. respect. They have to respect the referee. And so
1: they're watching and this behaviour. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, and you've other kids that are there and maybe the brother or sister's taking part or playing in the game or the match. And so then they're observing what's going on and seeing oh, this. Oh yeah, like well I've seen
0: kids I've seen kids when the ball has gone out and they've run back on the field and they'll actually shoulder a player on the field from the other team. Now to me, that's a sending off offence off you know like it needs to be cut out of root and branch okay and the old idea of oh sure good man like you don't get up there and give him the i remember the 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 whole sketch by the Unbelievables or Unbelievables, um you know about the county team and you know the aggression in that there it's just got no part or parcel in sport um it, it is very important that respect and you know i people will come back and say, well, that's a rugby thing. And yeah, there is a very, I played rugby as a kid and rugby has certain problems, obviously, as well as everything. But mm. respect to the referee is 100%. Yeah.
1: No, it's a, very, it's a very fair point, Dave. And I, I think that maybe is, is the question, you know, that we'll, we can ask people today. I mean, like when you're listening to Dave and he's talking about the lack of respect that there is clearly, referees in many cases at games across the country I mean like what what, what do you think the solution is to this 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us still to come Geraldine Herbert is going to be in studio with us to answer all of your motoring questions so if you're thinking about buying an electric car and you have a query send it in to us 53106
2: Lunchtime Live
0: with Andrea Gilligan brought to you by Avant Money weekdays at midday on News Talk.